My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. It's Britt here today with a very exciting guest, Taylor Banks. You guys, he has over 25 years in cybersecurity. He has trained and mentored over 10,000 clients. You know, he was a volunteer firefighter, a mental health advocate, and also a suicide loss survivor. You guys, he is just incredible. He's got a strong story, a very powerful one, which I'm going to allow him to share with you in just a moment here. But welcome to the show, Taylor. How's it going? It's going great. Thanks so much for having me, Britt. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here and, and speak to your audience. Absolutely. Taylor, I know I kept my part very, very brief. Um, however, I think this is the perfect time to really dive into a bit of your journey. If you don't mind taking us back and filling in those gaps and telling us, you know, what it was like for you to get to where you are today. Uh, I do believe you have a really powerful story. And from there, we can dive into some topics. Great. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, uh, I am a, a self-taught hacker. Um, starting back in 1984, um, I started hacking on a, a little Timex Sinclair 1000 computer. And uh, as I like to tell people in the late 80s, I, I always uh, said I wanted to be the world's greatest super computer hacker. Um, the reality is uh, I've never been arrested for a computer crime. Um, so maybe I, maybe I accomplished that goal. Maybe I didn't. Um, anyway, yeah, fast Yet. forward. To, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yet. Hey, now, um, fast forward kidding. to the, the late 90s. And uh, I actually uh, started doing professionally the work that I aspired to do um, as a kid with the time at Sinclair. I started working in cybersecurity professionally um, around 1997. Um, and that, that has been a deep passion of mine really for the last 25 plus years now. Um, I love cybersecurity. I love the, um, the exciting nature of the industry. It's very fast paced. It's very dynamic. It's always challenging. No matter how much you think you know in the cybersecurity space, there is always something you don't know. Um, somebody who knows more, somebody who's faster or better. Um, so it's a, it's a real challenging um, and, and wonderful industry. And honestly, I think it's also one that is critically important really to the world. I think the things we're doing in cybersecurity, it's not just about stopping spam um, and you know, preventing people from sending gnarly emails uh, you know, to, to get you to, to click on bad links. You know, we're protecting global infrastructure. We're protecting really people from fraudsters and you know, bad people on the internet uh, who want to do bad things and steal your money and and you know cause real havoc and mayhem? So um, that's the the foreshortened version uh, of me going from you know hacker kid um, now to cybersecurity mentor, coach, educator. Thank you so much for diving in a little bit deep there. Now, Taylor, do you mind even you know elaborating even more on you know growth hacking, reverse engineering, that sort of thing, and how it works? Sure. So, um, you know, I, I got into growth hacking. I built an e-commerce business that catered to the cybersecurity community back in 2011, and I wanted to bootstrap that business. Um, so in order to do so, I really had to figure out digital marketing, online marketing on my own. Um, I very quickly discovered that online marketing is a lot like hacking. 
Um, the way I like to look at it is, is online marketing in a lot of ways is reverse engineering desire, right? So as hackers, as cybersecurity professionals, a lot of what we're doing is reverse engineering. We're saying, hey, here's the problem. How do I take this apart and, and find a way to either solve it or find a way to get in? Um, we're doing the same thing with online marketing. We're saying, hey, you know, I, I've got a solution uh, that, that solves a, a very deep and important problem for someone. How do I reverse engineer their desire? How do I help them understand that what I have solves the problem that they are currently experiencing? Um, I like to say hacking isn't just about breaching defenses. It's about understanding systems deeply. And that's why it's such a powerful tool for business growth. That's why hacking fits so well into the term growth hack. Incredible. Okay. Well, thank you for touching on that because I would have never known that. <laughs> so this is awesome. This is all new to me. I love it. Please. Now let, let's talk about, you know, business side of things um, in, involved with what you're doing already. Now, why is community building so important? Let's talk about that because sure. it's huge with growing a business. Um, community is everything, honestly. It really is. And I, I think, you know, for me, um, community is always very much at the center of my business. I think, you know, whether you're, whether you're growing an audience, whether you're building a community um, through volunteering uh, or, or through, you know, the work you're doing in your business, um, your audience, your customers, your clients, your peers, they are all your community. Um, I, I consider myself a community builder. I've built communities within the information security industry. Um, back in 2003, I started a group in Atlanta, Georgia called DC 404. Um, DC 404 is um, even still to this day, uh, one of the, the longest running um, and most successful groups of its kind. Um, each month, 30 or 40 people get together uh, at a little venue in Atlanta, Georgia to talk about cybersecurity and hacking and, and all things related. And I think, you know, my my work in bringing together that group of people early on taught me a lot about um, how organizing communities also really supports the missions of, uh, of business, right? So like I said, you know, ultimately my audience, my clients, my customers, they are my community. And so all of the work that I'm doing in community building um, really fosters new talent in the field. It, it, you know, it fosters learning, it fosters growth. And I think these are all very directly related concepts, especially when we're talking about business growth. 100%. Now, as a coach, as a mentor yourself, let's talk about mentorship. I mean, when, before you, before you became a mentor yourself, when did you start? I mean, tell me about that journey. Like, did you have a mentor of yourself, a mentor of your own? Um, what are your thoughts behind mentorship? I, personally think it's so, so important, especially as an entrepreneur, business owner, honestly think everyone should have a mentor. Now, what are your thoughts behind it? And let's just talk all things mentorship. Sure. Um, I've had a lot of mentors in my career, um, including my dad, who I lost to suicide in 2019. Um, professionally, you know, a lot of my mentors have been, uh, I would hesitate to call them unwitting mentors, but I think their mentorship relationships that we entered into without really formalizing it, right? So a lot of the people that I learned from and that I think helped me grow in my career, um, at least early on, you know, I didn't seek them out as mentors necessarily. However, um, they taught me so much about the field, the industry, and about myself. Um, 
that they became my mentors through that process. Um, I've done a lot of training in the information security space. And as I was growing DC 404, as I was building that community, as I was teaching people uh, highly technical cybersecurity skills, I also really recognized the relationship between training, mentorship, and community. And again, I think the they're, they're so intimately related. I think a lot of the people that I trained became my mentees because through teaching them and through helping them build and become parts of their own communities, they grew both personally and professionally. And, you know, they, they recognized that that mentorship was key to their ultimate success. And that was the case for me as well. Like I said, you know, so many of the people that I have learned from in the industry um, I've kept in touch with, and I consider them my mentors to this day. Even if we don't have formal mentorship conversations on a regular basis, you know, they're people who have helped me grow, develop, and and really become the person that I am. Um, in cybersecurity, we're not just building defenses; we're building communities. And I think each new hacker that we mentor strengthens our collective resilience. Hundred percent. So, so true. Um, it's so important to have a mentor yourself and everyone else. And I love that that's, I mean, you're including that with everything you do, right? So super important. Now, we haven't had a chance yet to talk about your podcast. Now, the Outsiders, a platform for unconventional thinkers. You guys, this is the podcast that Taylor is about to launch. Am I correct, Taylor? That's correct. We're we're in the we're still conducting interviews, and we're we're going to be launching anytime soon. So hopefully, Love by it. the time this recording is live, there will be several awesome episodes that your guests can enjoy. Oh, and there will be now, Taylor. What were the intentions behind it? You know, in a lot of ways, I think this is a great pivot off the back of our conversation on mentorship, because ultimately my goal through this podcast is really to provide some of the same tools that we provide with formal mentorship, but at much larger scale, right? I, we want to reach people and help people who have been disadvantaged or, you know, potentially underrepresented in breaking into this industry. Admittedly, I myself am a mid-40s white male. But the reality is, you know, this is IT in general and cybersecurity specifically for a long time has been a white male dominated industry. Um, but I, I believe very strongly in the diversity of thought. And so I think it is really important that as a community, we do everything we can to reach people who, who have that diversity of thought, people who look different, who think different, who act different people with different life experiences. And so, you know, ultimately, you know, even though, again, I represent that demographic of, of you know, your white male tech bro to some degree, um, I'm, I'm a bit unconventional myself, right? I don't fit into all of the boxes. And I think that's one of the reasons I've actually been successful in cybersecurity. And so I think, you know, our goal is on reaching, helping and motivating those underrepresented groups um, to really come join us in this incredible and dynamic field. I love it. I mean, you're able to be authentically you. And honestly, that's what attracts business. I think if you can really be yourself and having a podcast, what a way to do it, like building authority, credibility, authentically being yourself, you know, within your field, which is a field that you don't often hear about, right? For myself anyways, I haven't heard about it a lot. And I think it's super, super, such a great opportunity to have a podcast along with everything that you're doing. 
Um, I like to think of the Outsiders as more than a podcast, but a platform for unconventional thinkers who are the true disruptors in tech and cybersecurity. Love it. Absolutely love it. Now, as a successful entrepreneur yourself, what are some common traits that you see with it maybe within yourself and other successful entrepreneurs that are hyper successful? Like, is there a morning routine that you follow? Is there, you know, obviously mentorship is probably one having a mentor always. Um, Let's talk about that. Any common traits that you notice within these successful entrepreneurs? I think, you know, focus is a big part of it. Um, I think, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head, you know, obviously I'm a, a big believer in mentorship and I think, you know, coaching is also important. I differentiate coaching from mentorship because I feel like in a lot of ways, um, coaches can really help people go after very specific targets. Um, and I think, you know, for, for either the mentee or the person being coached, I think being able to really hone one's focus as you go through that process is critical. It's been difficult for me. I, you know, I find myself, uh, you know, very drawn by all of the squirrels and, uh, you know, all of the, the, the dynamic nature of this industry. Um, so, you know, for me, uh, I do have a morning routine. My morning routine normally is a combination of strong coffee and meditation. Um, but, you know, the reality is, is I try to get up every day and, you know, I look at meditation as the way to clear the slate. So I start each day, I get up and my process is really about kind of, you know, clearing the mind so that I can go into the day with clear focus and, and go after the things that are most important before they become terribly urgent. I love it. I mean, you know, it's so important to set the tone in the day, getting that mental clarity, like start the day off. Right. So, you know, for me, it's the same meditation or whether it's a walk on the beach or, but definitely coffee, coffee before anything. anything. So yeah, Taylor, as a coach, what would you say is honestly, some of the biggest challenges and some of the biggest wins throughout 2023 that you have gone through that might relate to others listening? Um, You know, I I think, hey, this is a really interesting time for everyone. Um, The past three years have been difficult. Uh, We've all faced challenges that really none of us could have expected. And I think as a coach, you know, one of the the greatest things that I have seen and that I can give to to my mentees and to my audience um, is really the, the hope and the understanding that, you know, we will, we will survive this, we will grow and through all of the experiences that we've had over the course of the past three years, we become stronger, right? You know, yeah. we, I like to believe that every failure I've had in my career, and I've had lots and lots of failures, but I, I like to believe that every failure I've had has taught me a lesson that quite frankly was pretty important for me to, to learn at that time. Um, in a lot of ways, I, I like to think I don't have many regrets but I, I do have a lot of perspective gained from the, the steps I've taken and the failures that I have used as lessons in my career. I, I wouldn't give any of them up because I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for the mistakes I've made and the lessons I've learned as a result of those mistakes. 100%. You know, lessons and mistakes and rejection, like it's all redirection, right? Like, I think it's true for everyone. We wouldn't be where we are today without them. So really, honestly, blessings in disguise, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So Taylor, what is your biggest focus within the business in the next six to 12 months from today? I'm curious. 
Um, you know, I, I'd like to help uh, a thousand people start new careers in cybersecurity in the next six months. You know, it's a pretty ambitious goal. Um, and, you know, starting a career in cyber is not, um, you know, it's not a, a small uh, achievement. But I also, you know, having been in this industry for so very long, I also know how many people there are that have the skills, that have the personality, that have the desire, that have the passion. And it doesn't really take much to help bridge that gap, to get them from where they are to starting incredible careers in this industry and helping us solve what I believe, as I said before, are really truly um, some of humanity's greatest problems. So my objective, my focus as a business owner is really in reaching and helping those people who want to be in this industry, get into this industry and begin careers that hopefully they will be as passionate about for their lives as I have been for most of mine. This is incredible, Taylor. Well, I just want to thank you for coming on today and adding so much value in a subject that we have not covered yet on my podcast. So I'm super pumped for, for this to be out there right away. And, you know, I want to give you the next two minute, two to three minutes here to, you know, if there's any bits and pieces that we didn't have a chance to speak about earlier, now is your time to talk about it. If, if there's anything I want to share with my audience further, and the best way to connect with you is if there are people listening today that are looking to reach out to you and, and you know, hear more about the cybersecurity. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, well, first of all, I'm delighted to have the opportunity to be here today. Uh, and again, to, to, you know, be able to reach your guests and have them hear my story. Um, you know, for me, um, Mental health has been a big part of my journey over the past three years. As I mentioned briefly, I lost my dad to suicide in 2019. Uh, and quite frankly, it kind of, it rebooted my life. I was at a real low point. My own mental health was, was really low throughout most of 2020 and 2021. And as I really began to focus on my own mental health, uh, it also kind of helped me tap into a sense of compassion and empathy that also reconnected me with my desire to help other people. It's how I became a volunteer firefighter and an EMT, but it's also what drove me back to mentorship and coaching within cybersecurity. Um, I want to help other people. I, I love what I do. Uh, I love what I've done for the past 25 years. And, you know, I, I, I truly believe that I work in arguably the coolest industry in the world. So, you know, I, I'm really happy to be able to help people in a variety of ways, both as a firefighter, but also as a cybersecurity mentor, right? Helping people start careers that they can be passionate about uh, is something that fills me up. And I also, as I said, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge believer in the critical importance of diversity of thought. We need unconventional thinkers in this industry. We need people who come from different backgrounds, who have different experiences, and who can bring their unique insights to this industry. Um, I struggled with drug addiction very early in my career. And as I said, you know, I, I look back, overcoming that addiction uh, was something that was very difficult for me, but it built my resilience. It helped make me a stronger person throughout the process. Um, and I also, you know, looking again at, at diversity of thought, I think in the tech industry, our greatest firewall should be against prejudice. We should be looking for um, people who can help us really rethink everything we're doing every day and find newer, better, and more original ways to go about solving some of the world's most difficult problems. Thank you so much, Taylor, to cover any 
of those last things. It's, it's honestly, it's huge what you're doing. And, you know, like you mentioned, going through the things that you have gone through have, has brought you to where you are today and you're making a difference in this world, which is incredible. So you're coming from an incredible place in your heart and sharing that with others. So thank you so much, Taylor, for today. And, you know, what was the best place for people to reach out to, to connect with? Just, if you don't mind, just one more time. Sure. So people can reach me at taylorbanks.com. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R-B-A-N-K-S.com. You should also, by the time this goes live, be able to search for uh, any of the podcast directories for The Outsiders. That's O-U-T-C-Y-B-E-R-S. There's also going to be a link on my site to The Outsiders podcast. Um, We're always looking for cool people as guests on our podcast as well. So we'd be delighted for your guests both to listen to our podcast, but also to potentially come share their story um, of how they are unconventional thinkers and, uh, and helping us do cool things. Incredible. Thank you so much, Taylor. Group, if you're listening and enjoyed, please like and subscribe. If you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like Taylor Banks did today to talk about your journey, talk about what you're up to in your business, what you do uniquely, share some stuff about the podcast, please go to top100interview.com. I'd love to have you on as well. Thanks so much, Taylor. Bye, guys. Catch you on the next episode. Thank you. Hey everyone, I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com and then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.